And here we go, Decaholics. Good afternoon, good afternoon. This is Tuesday, May the 16th, May the 16th, May the 16th. Going once, going twice, going twice, going once. Oh, so, whoa, 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 whoa. We know we got a quick episode and we got to make it quick, but I am sorry, Decaholics. I just got back from an auction and I was the uh, guest auctioneer going, oh, whoa, 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 mile a minute. Uh, sounds like I'm on a Red Bull speed, whatever you want to call it, but let's take time. Proper introduction to all the Decaholics. All right, here we go. And just one more comment about the auctioneer thing. Tuesday, May the 16th. Decaholics, welcome. I am auctioning off how many wins it's going to take the Los Angeles Lakers to get to the finals and pass the Denver Nuggets. ESPN analysts have it 11-6 that the Nuggets will win this series. But then again, ESPN analysts had 11-6 for the last two rounds that the Lakers wouldn't get to round three. So, motherfuckers, welcome. Conference finals, Western Conference finals starts tonight. Tuesday, May the 16th, here we are, episode 129. So, if you all heard episode 128, which, again, thank you to our dear buddy Brett for helping us out. Man, that guy knows a lot about college football, and it's such a great thing for uh, him to get on there and chat with you guys. And, and what's the point of not watching college sports? If you don't watch college sports, quite frankly, you're an idiot. Because these are the guys that, if you watch professional sports, are going to be up and coming in the leagues in the years to come. So, you're an idiot if you don't watch it. I happen to watch certain teams and whatnot. You can tell. This guy watches a lot of college football. And thank you. What a great show. That was so much fun. At the end of that episode, I mentioned that we're going to do a two-for-one here since we got the NHL Conference Final starting tomorrow. And, uh, yeah. So, let's get right into it. See how where we are. All right? Uh, where we are in the spectrum here of... Uh, rounds and players and teams and participants that are going to be in this game. So here we go. Where's the almanac? Here we are. All right. So let's start off with, uh, since we went a little ape shit there, we will, we will rock you. Yeah, we will. Believe it or not, Decaholics, that's the only song I hate from Queen. Yeah, ironic, right? It's like one of their biggest hits, but I hate it. I just hate it so much. Um, proper, though, for tonight's introduction. All right. So here we go now, Decaholics. We have, coming out of the uh, West, we started with the West, let's do it that way in reverse order tonight. We got the number seven seed, Los Angeles Lakers, traveling to the number one seed, the Denver Nuggets. Now, Decaholics, in the regular season, the Los Angeles Lakers and the Denver Chicken Nuggets have split the series. How did they get there? Well, six games for each of these squads in their second round series. The Lakers beat Golden State, and what a great feeling that was, and a great sight to see Steph Curry crying. Um, yeah, the cool thing about that, as I mentioned, um, the Los Angeles Lakers knew that coming into this series that they were going to have to defend the road, and um, it's more like defending home. The Lakers are 7-0 and at home this year in the playoffs. Um, Golden State had a very terrible record on the road. But the thing is with this is that, and more impressive to me, is that under the Steve Kerr era for the Golden State Warriors, they had never lost a playoff series to the Western Conference. Only 
in the NBA Finals, which, you know, would be playing the Eastern Conference. So that's more impressive for the Lakers. Um, 2-0 lead for the Denver Nuggets versus the Phoenix Suns. Phoenix came back and won both games in Phoenix. Denver said, okay, we're done toying with you. Beat them the next two games, one and four, uh, four and two on that series, so six games as well. All right, uh, listen, you, you got the two most dominant, all right, in the Western Conference, and when it comes to the center position in this, when you have Noah Jokic and, um, uh, What's that guy's name? I forget the fucking guy's name. Oh, that's right, AD. <laughs> Anthony Davis, who plays for the Lakers. And, uh, you know, just, just, um, you know, just, just when you turn it around and, and you're thinking that this is going to happen, all right? Oh, something that, um, you know, uh, some, get on a hot roll or whatever you want to call it. Lakers were buried, okay? Buried at the start of the year, all right? And since the calendar year, the Lakers have the best record in the NBA. And I told everybody in the beginning of this uh, podcast, um, the beginning of the track by track, round by round, whatever you want to call it, to watch out for the Los Angeles Lakers. And here we are sitting four games away from the championship. So how do these guys match up? Well, uh, in the playoffs here, all right, different little ball game here, all right? So 115.8 uh, points per game for the Denver Nuggets, 112.4 for the Lakers. Uh, points against, though, all right, uh, 106.8. And 104.3 for the Lakers. So, um, yeah, uh, uh, all right, defense plays a factor. Okay. Field goal percentage is 48.9 is first for the Nuggets, 47% for the Lakers. Higher than the regular season average. Yes, it is. Playoffs are a good thing. But even still at 47%, they're still sitting um, at 10th place. Um, free throws, Lakers. Uh, 79.3%, 81.5%. Um, the Lakers do one thing better than anybody else, okay, and that's draw fouls. And when the Lakers win the point battle of getting fouls and, and putting guys that, you know, uh, that have two fouls that are in jeopardy of getting a third uh, very quickly, they have to put them out of the game, and that's what the Lakers do. Lakers get to the line on average 26 times a game, and uh, it's going to be good to see how they get these guys in, uh, in early foul trouble and with uh, Joker and with Jamal Murray, and it's going to be good. These guys are these guys are a good team, okay? Excuse me. These guys are a good team. And we faced Denver three years ago on our path to our 17th championship in 2020 bubble series for COVID. Winning that series in five games and shutting them down. And and the, all these games are going to be close. They're all going to be close. They were then, and they're going to be close now. Rebounds per game, uh, 46.8 belongs to the Lakers, 44.4 uh, for Denver. Uh, something that happens a lot, okay, in the course of, um, uh, especially like the last two games of this uh, series in the second round for the Lakers is the offensive uh, second-chance shots. That that can't happen versus Denver. They miss a shot, AD's got to outboard everybody else to do this. Steals uh, 7.08 for the Lakers, 7.55 per game. And again, Decaholics, this is the playoff um, stats. These are up-to-date stats for the playoffs. Uh, blocks per game. Um, the Lakers own that. It's 7.08, uh, and Denver only blocks 3.64 a game. The turnovers, all right, and this is this is they're they're very similar to each other. They're only point off or so, but uh, 11.9 per game for the Lakers and 10.5 for Denver. Again, gotta force those turnovers to turn around and uh, you know try to have a chance on this one. Um, listen, I'm not gonna sit here and bullshit you all and tell you that I'm gonna say that the Los Angeles Lakers are gonna roll through and steamroll these guys. Um, but <laughs> patterns for me in that championship series or championship run three years ago, 
the Lakers won every series in five games to get to the finals where they should have had it in five and ended up on a fluke shot by Miami winning that game. So they forced the Lakers to win in six where they blew them out very, very badly in game six on them. Um, I think you're going to see the... You're going to see the Lakers find a way to get this done in six games, all right? Um, the main thing is this, is that the Lakers have taken game ones on the road uh, for the last two series. I don't know if tonight's going to be uh, the same or if it's going to be different. But uh, what it comes down to is, is the play of AD has to stay consistent for the whole time. The support players in D'Angelo Russell and LeBron James. And, you know, when LeBron has an off, he has an off, and he'll turn around and he'll say, okay, this is my game, I'm taking over, y'all chumps have a seat. Uh, but to beat the Denver Nuggets, you're going to have to shut down Joker. You shut down Joker, and you make the rest of the team beat you. Just like if you shut down Steph Curry. When it came down, push came to shove, Steph Curry looked tired. He looked cold in the series. But he was the one that they kept feeding the ball to. And they kept giving him the ball. And the Lakers kept doing a great job of defending everybody else. And, you know, that's what you need to do. So let Steph Curry go up and put his 30 points a game. But meanwhile, the rest of the team can't do shit because the Lakers got it very, very well covered. So... Lakers and six on that one. Let's take a look here. Uh, who the Eastern Conference is? The number eight seed, the Miami Heat, gonna ho uh, take on the Boston Celtics. Now, all right. <laughs> Excuse me. You turn around here and you look at things from the overall perspective. Here is um, <clears throat> very close to calling another championship here. Celtics and the Lakers meet in the finals. They duke it out for the 18th championship and the right to be called the honorable, most valued franchise in the National Basketball Association. You still got many, many years before you turn around and can catch up to the number one franchise of all. And for the last seven years running, Decaholics, the team that got knocked out in the first round, uh, New York Rangers, in a different sport, hold the most valued franchise. Maybe it's New York, who the fuck knows, but whatever it is. Very disappointing for the Rangers and their season, but the Lakers are helping us out here. Get over that real quickly. 2-1 in the season series here. Boston, they played three games. Obviously, they're not in the same division, so three games. Um, <laughs> paths to get there. The New York Knicks were, you know, a tough, tough challenge uh, for them to handle the Miami Heat. I thought that they had a chance based upon the way they were playing, but that just tells you how bad the Cleveland Cavaliers are. Um, and Heat handled the Knicks in six. Philly took the uh, Celtics to game seven, winning two games in, in Boston, one in Philly, but couldn't get the job done on that game seven. Um, this is this is a rematch of last year's finals, and, you know, it just every or, or conference finals, you just turn around and you, you have to understand something from this uh, perspective here is... Nobody counted the Heat in. Nobody counted the Lakers in. These are teams that played in the play-in game. So for them to reach this far, um, this is the first time, okay? So teams that have come in on the play-in do not usually advance first round one. And now you got both teams that play to play-in on each conference, one for the West, one for the East, have now advanced to conference finals. This is, this is history here, okay? So never count out a team. And this is what the play-in does. The play-in allows teams that maybe had injuries or maybe turned around and, and had a bad season uh, for whatever reason and got to the postseason and things a different game. It's a different season, right? So we're at the halfway mark right here. We're halfway there for the championship to be crowned. I think that 
no matter what I read to you right now, I don't care what the stats and what I've watched thus far, the Heat have played two teams, okay, that I think one of them was a joke and the other one was a tough challenge. By knocking out the Milwaukee Bucks, um, they knew it was going to be tough. The road that they were going to have to face, whether it would have been the 76ers or would have been the Boston Celtics. But I will tell you this, Decaholics, I do think that if Miami did play the Sixers, that Miami would be advancing for us to have that repeat championship from that miraculous bubble run that we had in COVID. So I still think the Celtics are pulling this out. All right. And that, that's, that's where I'm going to stay with this, but let's take a look here. Uh, 115.5 is the points per game in the playoffs for the Celtics. While the Heat just trailed that at 113.3. 108.8 against uh, for the Heat is second in the um, uh, second in the playoffs. Uh, Boston is 108.3 um, on there. So you can see that they don't really give up a lot of points. Uh, field goal percentage, Boston's at 48.7, 46.9 for the Heat. Again, things that things that turn around, okay? And get them, all right, uh, to where they need to be. It's not through the field goals. Free throws, okay? These guys are both very, very high in free throws. 79.3 for the Heat and 82.1 for the Celtics. So other ways to win games besides the besides the free throws, um, I mean, besides the layups and field goal percentages, your three-pointers, you see these teams get down in the paint and they drive and wear and tear you down. So rebounds per game. Uh, 41.3 for the Heat, 44 for the Celtics. Uh, 25.5 assists per game, 24.8. They're pretty much very even right there with that. Steals is 6 a game for Boston, 7.45 for the Miami Heat. Uh, blocks, 6.77 per game, 3.55 for the Heat. So the Celtics have the clear lead on block shots. And turnovers per game, 11.5 for the Celtics. And then 11.7 for the Heat. Decaholics, it's not changing my mind. The answer to this is still going to be the Celtics and the Lakers will be playing each other in the NBA Finals. Okay? And that'll be a fun episode. That'll be a fun one where we can just sit and reminisce. And I got to tell you, okay, that being a fan, and especially, you know, a longtime fan, I have been in Boston. I've been in L.A. for the finals for the Lakers and the Celtics before. There's no doubt that I'm going to be there this year if they both get there. And at the start of this, I really thought that the Celtics were the team to beat. And after the first two rounds to show their vulnerability, I'm pretty sure that the Lakers are going to win the title if they get past this round. That being said, Decaholics, in the meantime, follow me on the majors of social... Wait, 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 wait! You're trying to jip the Decaholics, Deacon. No. Conference finals on the other sport. So, Decaholics, <laughs> here we go. The Eastern Conference Finals for the... Well, I was going to say for the Easter Conference, but if the Easter Conference Finals would be for anybody else, then we'd have a problem. The Wild Card 2 Florida Panthers are going to host, or rather, travel to the Carolina Hurricanes as the Hurricanes have home ice in this. Not in the same division, we know that. So, 2-1 in the regular season for 
the Carolina Hurricanes taken out of the two out of three games there. All right. So, how did we get to there at this point? Okay. So, Carolina destroyed New Jersey in five games. It was not even a contest. And unfortunately, the same thing happened for the Toronto Maple Leafs as they got smacked by Florida also in five games. All right. This is a tough series to pick. All right. The way that I saw Carolina go up and down on Jersey, again, it was just about the things that I talk about with the matchups, okay? Some teams play better versus them. The Rangers would not have allowed that to happen. Um, the Rangers match up better versus Carolina, I guess, than they did with Jersey. Uh, but no excuses. Don't want to hear any of that bullshit, I know. But you're going to turn around and, and you're going to take a look here. At, you, you got a goaltending matchup, all right? And uh, the goalies for this matchup are Sergei Bobrovsky and Frederick Anderson. So... Bobrovsky, 7-2, goals against is 2.82 per game. Save percentage is 918.918. Frederick Anderson, 5-0, goals against average is 1.8, and .931 is his save percentage. So you, you might see something along the lines of Ronta uh, stepping in so we can get the fresh goalie and whatnot. Uh, duo here um, between both of these teams. So you got Bobrovsky and you got Lyon. For the Florida Panthers, and you got Frederick Anderson and Antti Ranta, uh, the two goalies that are going to be uh, behind the net for Carolina. All right, wh wh where else do we go from here? Okay, um, I, I, this is going to be a tough one. This really is going to be a tough series to watch. All right, and tough one here. Uh, let's take a look at where the playoff numbers are. All right, three point three goals a game uh, for the Florida Panthers, uh, three point six for. The Carolina Hurricanes goals against 2.9 for the Panthers, while 2.5 for the Hurricanes. Power play is 18.9 percent for the Hurricanes, which is kind of low. Not not well, not kind of low. It really is low. Uh, 27.6, and both of these guys have no shutouts uh, in the playoffs. Okay, all right. Just just broke it down for you there on what what the what the stats are for for this series and and. Um, Look, I, I don't know. I don't know which way it goes. This is this is why they play the best of the best. This is why, as much as I hate that song, you guys got it because they will rock you. Okay. Um, ah, I think the Florida Panthers are going to upset and surprise the world and be the first wild card team. Okay, and in this case, they would be the eighth seed. So the first eighth seed to reach the Stanley Cup final since the two thousand and six. Edmonton Oilers, who also played the Carolina Hurricanes, ironically. So, I think that happens, and we take a look over at, at the West, right? So, the, you got the number two seed Dallas Stars traveling to play the Vegas Golden Knights, and you could say whatever you want, that maybe Vegas happened to turn on the Deacon and Co. show and listen and, and shut down the power play. Vegas did not allow a lot of power play opportunities in the series uh versus Edmonton one in six games very impressive and it took the stars with home ice seven games to beat the Kraken Kraken um good performance last night uh good performance uh throughout the series and, and this Dallas team is tough okay you're gonna turn around and you're, and you're gonna get Ottinger versus Hill now the goalies in uh for Vegas had turned around and uh they got hurt and uh, Bouchard, uh, Boussois, sorry, uh, he's out. And now this is, is Hill's team, uh, Aiden Hill's team. Aiden Hill, 3-1 and one since he came in uh, as a starter. 
Ottinger is 8-5. 2.7 goals against uh, for Ottinger and .903 save percentage. So he's on the lower end. Still a good goalie, though. Still a reliable goalie. Uh, 3-1, as I mentioned, for Hill. 2.2 goals against. Very low. .934 save percentage, which is obviously a lot higher than Ottinger's. And shutouts, only one. That would belong to the Dallas Stars. And, um, yeah. So, what do you say about this series? All right, well, there's a lot of things you can say about this series. Uh, paths to get there as, you know, uh, you want to try and get as much rest, I guess, as you want or you can. So, my apologies. The uh, series will start on Thursday for the East and Friday for the West. They're giving them an extra day. So... Um, all right, I think you're going to see the Vegas Golden Knights here. They're just too powerful. Shutting down Connor McDavid, Dre Seidel, and the rest of the gang uh, in Edmonton up there uh, was just beyond, all right? Um, I don't know if they would have done that to the LA Kings. Um, again, about different matchups, about different teams who play each other. But Edmonton-Vegas uh, rivalry, all right? Um, these teams are not rivalries. So in the regular season, the Dallas Stars had beat the Golden Knights 3-0 in, in the, the series. Um, Dallas uh, also won two out of those three games in a shootout. So this is going to be a tight series. This is going to be the Knights veteranship on this team. Uh, Marsha, Sean, Stone, um, the rest of the boys that are going to get the Knights uh, to the Stanley Cup Finals. And the Knights are going to turn around and they're going to play the Florida Panthers, and that's going to be a good series. Um, and you see what happens. Even if they play Carolina, it's still going to be a good series. But I, I just don't think Dallas has uh, got the star power and the firepower uh, to, to outdo Vegas after what we just saw from Vegas, shutting down a power play that was at 60% decoholics. It's unheard of. Unheard of. It was the most in NHL history. So there you have it. Conference championships. <sighs> Man, coming down to the end, Deacoholics, coming down to the end. In the meantime, follow me on the Majors of Social, Deacon and Coach Show, Instagram and Twitter, Deacon and Coach Show at gmail.com if you want to leave a line. Watch some hockey, watch some football, watch some basketball, watch whatever the fuck that you want. But make sure that you guys do it and have a great day. And enjoy what you're doing and the history that you're watching every time you watch a playoff game. Because that's what I'm going to do right now. And I'm out.